4: entertaining, knowledgeable. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Live and local, it's time for the Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler. Good. Good morning, everybody. WSSP. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. What's up, Tim? How you doing? Oh, just dnd on this fine Friday morning. Late night last night, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've been up for like seven hours. Yeah, late night Brewers uh, had a late game last night and somehow pulled it off. Yeah, they won. Somehow I pulled it off to stay up for it and then wake up. That was, that, was a late, that was a late night last night. Brewers, very, very frustrating game if you didn't stay up. It was a very frustrating game, but they won. So, at one point, I think I texted you, I was hoping that they lost so that I could really go in on them today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you, you know, you <laughs> load the bases twice and only score one run. Uh, but they won. I mean, what what am I supposed I, to do? I guess. They won. I argued with the fan last night on Twitter. Uh, this guy and I have been going back and forth for a while. And the the you, sentiment. You, you know they have this feature called the block button, right? Well, we follow each mute. other, and, and normally we get along. Oh, okay. So this was a one-off? No, but when it comes to the Brewers. though, Then you get heated? Then we get a little bit heated. Because my big thing right now is they haven't made any progress since 2018. That's my big thing right now. Okay. They they went to the NLCS in 2018, Mm -hmm. Stearns and Council, Mark. And then what's happened since then? We went through it yesterday. They lost in the wild card game. They had a bad team that made the playoffs and got bounced in the COVID year. They lost last year when they should have gone much further. And they keep they keep getting into the playoffs but but where's the progress? Where where's the next step? I think in 2018 they go game 7 to the NLCS against the Dodgers. I called in the post game show that night. This is one of the things I talk about probably way too much. Like how I put up parade chairs or how my brother works for the Warriors but I remember the con, the post game show that night. I was so, I was so mad. I was so mad. I wasn't as mad that the Brewers lost. I was mad that everybody was saying, oh, good year. We'll be back next year. Get used to it. Oh, good good year. We'll be back next Uh year. I hate that. I hate it too.
1: I hate when people say that.
4: I mean, here you are a game away from the world series. You lose. And your first instinct is to, is to say, we'll be back next year. Do, am I the only one that wants teams? Uh, am I, maybe maybe that's the problem. You know, I, I'm, I'm a sports talk radio host. We talk about all of our teams. But I'm too focused on wanting championships. That's what I'm focused on. I'm too focused on wanting championships. Maybe I'm too much of a fan. Because I just want championships. Oh, we got all-stars. Great. Oh, we got pro bowlers. Awesome. Oh, we won the division. Cool. I want championships. And I think with this team... It's frustrating because it does not look like a team that is going to win a championship there's too much wrong there's too much there's too much that is it, going to get in the way they're not good enough but the fan I was arguing with last night that's fine because they're in first place very Mac very very micro over macro they're in first place they won should I should I come in here and complain about anything? Do I have the right to? Do I have the right to complain that they outhit the Giants 13 to 4 and scored one more run than they did on a bouncer in the 10th inning? Can I complain about that? Can I complain that Corbin Burns had another great outing that the Brewers were looking at every opportunity to waste? I guess not, Tim. They won. So, let's celebrate. Hey Brewers, 50 and 40. Three games up, Cardinals lost last night because they are just giving you the division. This division is awful. I'm I don't sorry. know what's going on with the Cardinals. We owe them all the thank yous. I mean, they got the Dodgers right now, sure, but they were up 6-0 on them the other day in the seventh, lose 7-6. Seven I don't know how they're no good. So I'm going to read uh, my tweets from last night because I think this is the, I think this is the best way to explain where I'm feeling. And to uh, to just let you know where I'm at, okay. All right. So the first tweet I had, I was I, I mean I, I don't like to tweet anymore because then I get sucked into it. I, I I you know I like to put something funny here or there, or tell you how much I like coffee here. Maybe mm-hmm. retweet the show update, like I'll do right now. You know, it's, uh, I like to do that. But I don't like to, I don't like to get into it anymore. We like to have fun on Twitter, right? Yeah, we like to have a good time. I like to tell you to follow Tim Shea. You can still follow Tim at tshay410. Okay. So uh, what did I tweet? First thing I tweeted was everybody was mad about Bally Sports. Ugh. Tell me. So you have Spectrum? I have Spectrum. There was a
1: major problem with Spectrum. Spectrum. How much of the game could you see? Um, it would probably go out every minute, so it would go out. It would freeze on a picture for about two or three minutes, then come back, scramble for a minute, and then go back out. And it was happening all game, pretty much. And you, but you stayed there and watched it. Well, then I went to my room because I have a Apple TV in my room. Yeah, and watched it there. It was fine.
4: Oh, you pulled up the app. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, it's like the Spectrum app okay. So I have the
4: Spectrum, yeah. Bally Sports tweeted, We've heard there are some viewing issues with tonight's game. The game is coming through good from our end. Who wrote that? A nine-year-old? Send us your zip code. We'll read. We'll reach out to Spectrum to see if they're aware of this issue. <laughs> Thank you for letting us know. So they're like, stop bitching to us. Uh-huh. I had the game. I have DirecTV. So you were fine. Game was fine. I did stream it for a while. Uh, Cause I, well, I was watching something else I'll tell you in a minute, but I did stream it for a while and at like every, the game, the game, Valley sports always does this. The game's going along just fine. And then right when the key pitch is going to happen, then it stops. It's like, they have a guy sitting in the warehouse of Valley sports that as soon as there's going to be a key pitch, here comes the pitch, boom, stop. It's like they do it to mess with you. Bally sports. Okay. Maybe last night with Spectrum's problem. Your app sucks. Your app is garbage. Take some take some blame for it. Uh, my next tweet. I'm just ripping through my tweets here. Finished Moon Knight today, and I've now seen everything Marvel has to offer. I love it all. Phase four rules. This stuff is so good. All of it. Yes, yeah, so I watched Mrs. Marvel the other day. Miss Marvel. And I liked it. And I, the one I have not seen is Moon Knight. Okay. And I started the other day, and then I ripped through it yesterday. I watched four episodes yesterday. It was so good. I love Marvel. I love the MCU. I'll say, you won't get me to say one bad thing about it. I love it all. It's all good. Phase four could connect a little bit better. We, we like that as Marvel MCU heads. But the stories are great, and I'm just enjoying what we're getting. So there's my tweet on Moon Knight. And that's why I was streaming for a little bit because I was watching Moon Knight while streaming. Then I retweeted this guy. A guy named Christian says, Sometimes I be calling the numbers on missing dog posters and just bark. I thought that was pretty funny. And then the more I thought about it, that might be the most cruel tweet I've ever seen in my life. Could you imagine losing a dog? And then you get a phone call? You've got your flyers up all over town. Then you get a phone call? And somebody goes, I'd be furious. So the Brewers are in a 2-2 game. They're going through seven. And I tweet, who is going to screw us over, Jack Peterson or Brandon Crawford? You had a poll, right? I had a poll. I voted for Peterson. Who won, Crawford? I don't
1: know. I'm not on your Twitter. Let me look here
4: for you. No, you don't need to. I'm I'm looking at my tweets, but... TweetDeck doesn't show poll results anymore. Why? I don't know. Probably Elon's fault or just creepy dad's fault. Uh, Uh, Jack Peterson, Jack Peterson won 78 to 21%. So I said, who's going to screw us over Peterson or Crawford? Uh, this guy says the Brewers will in the second inning. They didn't score anybody with the bases loaded and nobody out. Uh, Bryron says. Our own choking offensive players. I don't know how anyone can blame Craig for this year. Do they think he tells them, all right, what we need is hit a strikeout or maybe ground into a double play? Then I tweeted a graphic after the seventh inning. The Brewers had two runs and the Giants had two runs and the Giants had three hits and the Brewers had 11. That made
1: me go to my ESPN app and look and see if that was true obviously it was true but i was like
4: what here yeah, they had 11 hits at the end of seven and they had two runs and they ended up with 13 hits giants had four and they won three to two That's the brewers hard. were getting a bunch of guys on base pathetic uh it was Car- it was corbin burns versus carlos rodon rodon is an all-star yeah and he deserves it too i, I think we think it should be devin williams because this is a guy that got in over hater but he's been pitching very well or when when hater dropped out But he's been pitching well. He only goes five innings last night, 99 pitches. Brewers got to him, three walks, eight hits. Corbin on the other side was seven and a third, four hits, three walks, and 10 Ks. So he officially becomes the Brewers' all-time leader in games with 10 strikeouts or more. That happened last night. He's up to 19. 19 games he has with 10 or more strikeouts. He was tied with Giovanni Guerrero at 18, and he's now the leader. Teddy Higuera at 16, Ben Sheets at 15, and then Brandon Woodruff is 13. So he could keep climbing on there too. But Corbin Burns, and really that's just in a couple of years because he was a reliever for a while, and then he struggled. And then, you know, 2020, he started to emerge. 2021, Cy Young, and now this year very good again. So 10-plus strikeouts for Corbin. Uh, then I was starting to get furious. Here we are at 1130. I'm mad that the Brewers are, are not winning. And I'm mad that I'm up for this. And you could tell me to go to bed. I'll oh, go to bed. I mean, I got to watch the game, right? I got to watch the game. The All-star breaks coming up. It's not like I can just ignore this game and talk Packers for four hours. You know, we talk a little Packers day in and day out, but. If I was trying to do four hours of Packers today, that's a stretch. Mm-hmm. That's a big-time heavy stretch. I could talk a little bucks. You could do Brewers for four hours. Yeah, but if I'm trying to uh, avoid Would talking avoid Brewers, brewers? Yeah. I, can't, I can't do it. Yeah. I said a year ago tonight I was watching Giannis block Aiton to tie up the Series 2-2. Tonight I'm praying that the Brewers can turn their 12th hit into their third run. All right. Then uh I got mad last night because so one of my things right now is that they're carrying three catchers and I don't get it. So they start two of them last night. Caratini's the catcher and Severino is the DH. And then they pinch hit for him with Colton Wong. So you got Severino in there, but then you're barely even playing this guy. Severino's been up since what? The 4th? The 4th? Yeah. July 4th. He's got nine at-bats. It's the 15th. He started three games. Oh, we got to have him. He's so important. Well, then play him. And he's not even eligible for the playoffs. So you don't need to be attached to this guy in any way. So then I tweeted, hunger strike until the Brewers go back to carrying two catchers. Okay. Then Corbin Burns came out for the 8th. And this seemed to be one of these situations where the Brewers are going to bring back their guy and he threw a career high 115 pitches. So the Brewers are going to bring in their guy into the eighth inning or seventh inning when normally you think, oh, they're not going to come out for this inning. And then they come out for the inning. So you bring in the guy and then it's like, well, if you give up one hit, you're going to get, you're going to get removed. And I hate when they do that. If you're going to give the guy one at bat or, Whatever, just don't bring him in. Corbin Burns right away gives up the hit to Brandon Crawford. All right. Then he strikes out Flores. And, of course, we have to talk about how Flores was almost a brewer. And then he cried. Then he walked Wade Jr. And then he he got removed from the game. So one out, two guys on. And I wanted Corbin to stay in that game. They go to Holby Milner. Milner uh, gets a fielder's choice out of Slater and then he hits a batter and then uh, Darren Ruff comes in rough to the track. You know, that could have been out. I wanted Corbin Burns to stay in. I thought that was the better option. It worked out for the Brewers. Hobie Milner got out of the inning and all's well that ends well. But I said, uh, you keep Corbin in this long. He's on a weak rest. He should stay in there rather than going to Hobie Milner. If it works out it works out but I hate this move. So I didn't like that last night. I want him to stay in. Then I started ripping on Craig. I said Craig counsels the kind of guy that books a weekend at a casino, wins 5 bucks on his first hand and then doesn't gamble the rest of the weekend. Live a little. Is that too harsh? <laughs> <laughs> this is getting good. Oh, I got I got mad. I'm reading my tweets last night because I tweeted through it. Uh, someone says, yeah, Bart, throw burns until his arm falls off. I said, the team let him sit a week so he could line up to throw an inning in the All-Star game. He could handle eight more pitches. But, again, hope he got out of it. So, all's well that ends well. I was complaining about the Brewers. I put that tweet up of the Two runs and 11 hits. Someone told me, basing it on wins run created plus, if we just went by raw OPS, the Brewers were first with 814 OPS with runners in scoring position. The Giants have an 809 OPS, but play in a more pitcher-friendly park and come out on top with wins wins, run created plus. I said, how the hell am I supposed to read this? This This is what's driving me nuts about baseball. If you watch a baseball game and they have an opinion, you're dumb. That's what the nerds tell you. You're not good enough. You got to look at the stats beyond the stats. You can't just look at their box score online. You got to expand box score and find these these other stats. Can this stupid-ass team ever play a game that doesn't go down to the wire? It's midnight. I want to go to bed. That was at 11.52. Uh, I said, God, I hate this team. They're totally going to the World Series. And this is a conversation I had with one of my buddies uh, on just via text. We were talking about this. The Brewers are a team that's very, they're, they're frustrating. They are frustrating to watch, right? Yes. Is that what we've established over the last couple of weeks? Oh yes. They're frustrating to watch. They have a lot of opportunities They, again, look at, look at the, look at the box score last night, 13 hits. They have three runs. They got guys on base. They had bases loaded a a couple of times, no outs, one out, and they barely played guys. And, and I think our big thing right now with the Brewers is this is a team that doesn't look like, like if if you take this team as they're playing right now and put them in October, they're not going to win. They're not going to win. So we're we're frustrated about that because we want to see, when we watch the Brewers, look, they're going to win the Central. They, they are a, an adequate baseball team. They're winning, so I guess they're good. And the Central is terrible. And the Cardinals will not take advantage of when the Brewers struggle. Somehow, after that series against the Cardinals, somehow we've played the way we've played and we're three games up on them. I mean, the Cardinals have had a brutal month, but all it takes is getting hot at the right time. So if the Brewers just like nip and pick and and hang around by the playoff time, they get hot for three weeks. They win the world series. We're guaranteed at
1: least at worst to be tied with the Cardinals
4: going into the all-star break. There are better teams. The Brewers have had better teams. But it'll probably be a team like this that's been so frustrating that wins the World Series. Look at when the Packers won in 2010. And somebody called and told me the other day that that was one of the best Packer teams. No, it wasn't. They, they were, were injured. They were 4-4 four four yeah. for a while. They lost back-to-back to, back to the to Washington and Miami. They had to win their last, what, three to get in? Yeah, four? they needed Something Deshaun like Jackson to return a punt, Allegedly. Uh, Then somebody said, the Brewers entered play with four, four, 814 OPS as a team with runners in scoring position. The Giants entered with second with an 809 OPS. Wins run created plus as a park adjusted stat. I said, stop it. Then I said, then I was really getting into it. Then I said, baseball sucks, soccer is way better. The fact that soccer can't pass baseball in this country speaks to how bad MLS is. Don Garber is a loser. Summer is wasted by these terrible commissioners. (laughs) MLS, our soccer league here, should be way better than it is. And this this is maybe for a different audience. You guys don't care. But when there was a soccer league in the 70s and 80s, they didn't have a salary cap. And a bunch of teams spent a bunch of money, and then the whole thing kind of crumbled. So MLS is like, that'll never happen again. And now they're at the point where a lot of these teams are viable. They're like, hey, if you want a new expansion team, you have to pay us $500 million for a fee. All right, cool. Your salary cap can be $8 million. Don't try to get any cool superstars. Don't try to spend money if you want to win. No, you're all restricted. Um, then I called out some guy I didn't like, the guy that I was telling you about that is always like, oh, they won. Oh, I said, he, th- this guy tweeted me these numbers. I go, oh, go tell this guy. He, he sleeps with a trigonometry book under his pillow. This team sucks, but they are still good enough to win the whole thing, which to me means baseball sucks. The sport got lame and none of this is fun. And then I said, congrats to Tim Shea. He will be hosting his first show tomorrow. I stayed up too late. But even if I go in, I'm not going to talk about this game. And again, they won last night. But I was just watching that game, maybe it's the staying up factor. Maybe it's the bases loaded a couple of times factor. Maybe it's how many hits to barely played any runs factor. I think
1: it's the staying up. The fact that it started at 8.45 and you just want to go to bed. and If this happens at 7 o'clock, you might be running around the house. You might have not even seen. You might have been putting your kid to sleep. You might have not seen the bases loaded you would have heard about and said, yep, typical Brewers, whatever, join the game in progress. Here we go.
4: Yeah, sometimes I do do think that in a 162-game season, sometimes our reaction to the games are based on the circumstances that are out of the Brewers' control, like there are some games that get more amplified because they might be the only game on, or it's after the Bucks losing the playoffs, and then we focus on the Brewers a little bit, and we're still hopped up on every game's the biggest thing ever, right? There's going to be some games that they play where the Packers are playing, and we'll like look at the box score, maybe have on our second TV or whatever, but we don't care, you know. Th- so there's there's some games that. You kind of don't care about it as much, and there's some games that get amplified. I think last night's game got amplified, and they won. I don't know how Tim does it. I don't either. I, I like. I get it. Like If I'm working
1: with him, I understand that I should be watching the game, and I do, but I don't know how he
4: does this every night. Well, he does it, too. It, it, it's not just breaking down the game. Yeah. I mean, anybody could do that if... If you try, he lives and dies with every pitch in a way that.
1: Every pitch. Every Every pitch. pitch. Yeah. Like, not just the big ones or every uh, one-two count. And he's wondering why it's not a strikeout.
4: Yeah. I, you know, the All-Star break's coming up, and and I talk about, oh, the Brewers, I hope they don't limp into the All-Star break. I think I need the All-Star break. Yeah. I think I do. I think I need to go a week without watching this team. I might start that tonight. Well, Monday we'll probably want to talk about the weekend. But yeah, tonight's nine fifteen. I don't know. I probably it's fine if you don't watch tonight. Thinking about going to bed tomorrow. At least the next two games, tomorrow and Sunday, are respectable starts. Tomorrow, I got friends coming into town. You know, I probably not care about it. Mm -hmm. Sunday, I guess I'll watch Sunday. I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a frustrating team. And again, I don't want to, I don't want you guys to be like excited about the Brewers and then come here and then I'm crying about wins run created plus. And you're like, ah, okay. If if they're not excited, I'm not excited. I don't want to do that. I just wanted to read you my tweets last night. I wanted to tell you, I went through it. Game was frustrating, but does any of it matter because they won? That's why when I watch these games, I need to be in a good frame of mind. I need to be in a good spot. I need to be at fourth base. Check out the restaurant on National Avenue, fourth base. It's a great sports bar atmosphere, but the dining that you're gonna have is out of this world. They've got the, they've got the deli case menu. So you walk in there and you can order to cook the seafood. There's a lot of different seafood options. Sometimes lobster, uh, all the time shrimp. Uh, I had the stuff. Portobello Crab Portobello mushroom was really good one of the last times I went so they got a bunch of seafood they've got the steaks they've got the burgers they've got the veggies to cook so so much of it is really really good and you can order it to be made however you like at fourth base local beers on tap you can watch the games good atmosphere they've been around for 45 years this is the place where they filmed major league the bar scenes. And now, all those years later, Tim Shane and I are going there filling card breaks. We opened up a pack of cards there last time. I I thought you collected cards. I, I didn't realize you didn't collect cards. Oh, I don't. Ah, you geez. do, though.
1: I gave my cards to you.
4: Yeah, I bought you cards. You gave them back. That was nice. I got a, I got a lot of cards. You did. You got a uh, authentic Mike Kirchhoff. I got a Mike Kirkoff or something close to it. <laughs> I got all these cards. I got all these cards, dude, but they're all, none of them are like PSA graded. I was talking to one guy. He's like, yeah, I had some cards, sold one for 4,000. So nonchalantly, I'm like, uh, all my cards are bent from being in bike spokes. He said, well, you shouldn't have done that. I go, I I'm eight. Come on. Long story short, fourth base restaurant, National Ave. Check them out.
1: deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame
0: Tourist, tour.
1: you deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo the mark of a fight. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port Chicago, Illinois.
5: One ball, two strikes. Davis
0: slow roller and this is going to stay fair and this will be a base hit for Davis. Yellich scores and the Brewers have the lead in the 10th inning. Put the ball in play, and it works out for Jonathan Davis. It's an RBI single, and it is 3-2 Milwaukee.
4: Wow. 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Tim Shea. Lakeland University Studios, where you can earn co-op credit for work experience at lakeland.edu. Brewers win last night, 3-2. 14 runners left on base, I think it was. They got the win, though. You heard it on Valley Sports Wisconsin. Brian Anderson and Vinny Rotino in the booth for the first time. A lot of good reviews on Vinny Rotino last night. Very good. Very good. Yeah, Vinny, friend of show, does a good job on the pre and post and where they need him to fill in, and I I thought he was very good as the color analyst is what they call it last night. Uh, J.R. Radcliffe tweeting this about the Brewers and their bases loaded situation. He says, who's yelling it's a trap at the TV every time the Brewers load the bases with no outs? For what it's worth, the Brewers, and this is after their at-bat last night, the Brewers have had 17 at-bats this year with the bases loaded and nobody out. Six strikeouts, one scoreless ground into a double play, two other scoreless. Of the nine that didn't immediately result in a run after the first batter, only two eventually yielded a run and just one run apiece. A first inning, ninth inning, and 10th inning among the scoreless occasions. In sum, seven bases loaded, no out, no run instances for the Brewers. So they have had, after last night, 17 at-bats with the bases loaded and nobody out. And seven of those times, they've not even scored a run. You load the bases and you're like, well, uh, this ain't good. <laughs> with with no outs. They did load the bases again. I think they scratched one with one out a couple innings later. But the Brewers had the bases loaded a couple of times. Again, they had, what was the final? They had 13 hits on two runs. Or three runs, 13 hits. Giants had two runs, four hits. But they got the win. You know, they got the win. I don't think they care if you're enjoying these games or not. They're trying to get wins, and right now they've played 90 times and they've won 50 of them. And again, the overarching thing is uh, you can say, well, how do you get so invested into every game? And I would say, ah, great question. But the overarching thing is, is this team going to be you know, competitive in the playoffs. They're winning games, but at the way that they're winning games, is this going to win you a playoff? I'm almost more convinced than ever that they are going to the world series. I really am because this, this team has been so frustrating to watch that this probably will be the team of all these teams we've had. This will probably be the team that, that goes there. Craig council afterwards will interject throughout, but he had to feel good. They go on the West coast in the beautiful Bay area. And, it's
5: a four-game set. They win the first to four. His his second at-bat where he, um, you know, just he definitely took a piece out of Rodon that at-bat that at for sure. Um, you know, it kind of led to our first run. And uh, it, it led to, you know, a, a shorter start from him, um, you know, which in turn, you know, we got in their bullpen again. And, um, I, you know, that's kind of at-bat, honestly, that has maybe an effect for the whole series because it... Uh, you know it turned out to be a long bullpen game. Um, so great at bat, and then he gets you know he got rewarded and just put a, put a ball in play um, to get the get the winning run in.
4: Talking about Jonathan Davis there. Jonathan Davis had a at bat early in the game against Carlos Rodon, where he w- I, it was an O two count if I'm remembering that right. And then he just kept he he drew the he drew the three balls, and then he just kept fouling and fouling and fouling back like the same sort of area and the same sort of approach every time, falling back, falling back, falling back. And that put a lot of pressure on Rodon. And then eventually after eight, uh, five innings, after he gave up eight hits and three balls, uh, three walks, he did strike out seven. So, I mean, he was, he was worthy. Carlos Rodon's a good pitcher. It was a good pitching matchup last night, Rodon and Burns, but Burns was able to go into the eighth. And then Rodon was driven out. He had a couple of interesting at bats. There was that at bat that he had with, uh your boy Severino where he was throwing some pitches and Severino tried to walk to first twice. I thought there was gonna be a fight. I wish there would have been a point. fight. I wish Carlos Rodan would have smacked Pablo Severino right to the waiver wire. It's Pedro. Is what, it what I say? Pablo. Yeah.
1: Whatever. He shouldn't even be on the team.
4: See, I, I, t- I tell you, when I don't think guys are going to stick around, I don't get their names right. Mike Brasso. Mike, oh, he's staying. Mike Brasso is what I was calling him. That's fine. Mike you, Brasso. You can call him that. Yeah. If I don't think they're going to stay around, I try not to know their name. That's why I started calling him Kyle Hira. Are we going to trade anybody? Are we going to trade anybody? Yeah. Doesn't it seem like Severino's there for a trade? Right. He can't have, op- he doesn't have options and he can't you don't play carry in the three catchers and then you carry three catchers You DH one and then you take them out after two at bats, three at bats. What are you doing? Here's more from Craig council afterwards with the media that did travel out there. Do
5: you think a long at bat like that, you know, like to see 13 pitches, I mean he had hits in each of the three at bats after that. Do you think as a hitter that can help you? Yeah, I mean, I think he was—he probably probably going to tell you he was upset about his his first at bat. Um, and I, I, you know, but I think um, you know, any, anytime you have an at bat like that, you're 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 doing something right. You're feeling good. You're making good swing decisions. Um, and uh, so, it, it, I think it it gives you confidence um, that that you got something a good feel in the box. Jonathan said it, it felt like a playoff game. Was it fun to just watch Corbin and, and run? Yeah, no, it, it was. It was, you know, games here are, you know, I feel like night games here are they're runner and scoring position games. You know, you got you got to do something when you get men on base. Um, and it's hard because the homer is, is, is harder here at night. And, um, you know, it was good pitching tonight. It was some, you know, the bullpens for both teams did a pretty good job um that was a good good baseball game
4: yeah it seemed like early the brewers had all those opportunities and they had to get to redone quickly that's what it seemed like if they didn't get to redone quickly eventually sometimes these really good pitchers they got that first inning you can kind of scratch a few runs off of them or make something happen but then they're going to settle in and and settle down so when the brewers did have the bases loaded a couple of times and they didn't get anything out of it with the with the no outs, and then did scratch one with one out. You think eh, you need a little more than that, but no. It, again, it's a three two game. I don't know how. Like I, I, I wish I had a bigger uh, bank role. I wish I had more, more uh, disposable income. Because I would be, I would be playing every Brewers under, and I wouldn't hit them all. But over the course of the year, you got to think you're hitting a bunch. They're playing all these 3-2-4-1 games. Over/unders in baseball are like 8-9 runs. 7 like at the least. Brewers never go over. Make a lot of money more from Craig.
5: Craig do you feel like Devin just kind of further solidified his all stars hopefully status? Yeah, I mean, I mean what he's doing is is incredible. Um it's it's dominating really. Um I mean he, he he's He's an elite reliever in the game, not the league than the game. He's an elite reliever. Devin Williams came in and
4: actually got that save last night, so they did not go with Josh Hader. I think that was more of a how much he's been pitching. We talked a little bit yesterday, and Tim said, "Uh, is there an opportunity that uh, Devin Williams might be the new closer? I said, no, 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 no. If he does come in and get the save, it's going to be, you know, these guys have worked. They've worked the last couple of nights, so maybe they just – but maybe maybe some of it did play into it. Maybe some of it did play into it that hater has been struggling a little bit. But, you know, Devin gets rewarded. Or maybe the Brewers are showcasing him like, hello, you need more saves? You need more saves to be an all-star? Here's one. So Devin Williams came in. Again, Hobie Milner was able to get out of Corbin Burns' damage. Trevor Gott credited with the win. And then Devin Williams picks up uh, his already his sixth save of the year. So you've got a bunch of saves from Hader. And then Devin Williams, when he is called upon, when Hater's unavailable, has done well in that spot. More from Craig. How about Hobie's. Inning?
5: Yeah, you know that this is that's where the Giants are good is that they 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 make matchups tough on you, um, you know, and and Corbin just, you know, he got they got the blue pit to start off the inning, and then some longer at bats and. You no, know, no, I think if if he if had been able to get uh Wade out, there was a the thought of having him face the next guy, but with with on it he wouldn't have been able to finish the inning, you know, at that point. So we we went to Hobie and he did a heck of a job. Uh, aside from- so Hobie Altizer coming in there and
4: doing well. Uh I wanted Corbin to stay in, but I guess I What was did wrong. what did you call him? I said Hobie
1: Milner. <laughs> no, you didn't. I swear to god you said Hobie Altizer. Hobie Altizer. I'm going to go back and rewind that Like Toby Altizer? Yes, you did do it on purpose. No. You're smiling at me.
4: I said Hobie (laughs) Milner.
1: No, you didn't. You
4: Uh, think I called him Hobie Altizer? Yes. Not
1: a chance. Are you being serious, or do I really need to go rewind? I don't know. (laughs) You're being
4: serious. (laughs) You're being. Toby Milner will join us in the 9 o'clock hour (laughs) along with Paul Emig. We're going to play a little NBA trivia. Today, uh, more from Craig as he wraps things up here. From that two walk inning,
5: it was just more kind of vintage Corbin tonight, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I thought he was excellent. Um, he, he, he he was he was great. He was he was he was great tonight, and, and great way to finish the first half for him. Good answer. I
0: think the Giants had like three hard hit balls yeah. against him. I mean, did he just was there any? I know the bullpen wasn't even stirring until.
5: No, I mean he look we he, he had some extra rest. Um, you know, he's got some rest kind of coming. So it was the, it was the day to extend him, um, and he felt good. You, you could There was a – you could tell that he'd had some time off, uh, a little bit longer between starts, and, and I thought we, you could sense it in, in just kind of the way he was uh, just kind of going about his business tonight.
4: So we had wondered earlier in the week if what they were doing with Corbin Burns was going to bite them or not be a problem. Corbin Burns could have lined up to pitch on Tuesday. And then that would have let him pitch on Sunday. But now him pitching last night lines him up on perfect rest to throw in the All-Star game if he wants to. Corbin Burns will be in the All-Star game. He is going. Uh, does he start? Maybe. We'll find out if he starts. Does he pitch a couple innings? Sometimes the starters pitch a couple innings. I don't know that that they'll do that, but he certainly would be right on his schedule. So we said, ah, are you really pushing this guy back so he can pitch in the All-Star game? And then on Tuesday, apparently not. Well, Tuesday they won, and there was a bunch of rain delays. So you went to wanted Corbin in that game, and then if you were going to pitch him, you know, pitch him. Make 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 sure that he's available for you. And they pitched him as long as Craig thought they could. And I I wanted to keep him in there, but I was that's probably the. I, I I think Craig made the right move last night. You know, I in the moment wanted Corbin to stay in, but you know, the guy that was already at his. High for the season 115, and they already had extended him. Maybe, maybe you don't extend him anymore. So, I did tweet that last night, but like a lot of things I tweeted last night, just pretend that I didn't. Mike the painter, what's up, buddy? How are you, Mike? Good
2: morning, there. Did
4: you stay up last night? Heck no. Oh, why? I
2: thought so you are a nice.
4: diehard brewer fan, True Blue Brew Crew.
2: As soon as I eat dinner, I'm out like a light. Oh, well, what about the brewers? <laughs> Um, I don't watch West Coast games because uh, it's all past my bedtime.
4: You think it was? You think it wasn't past my
2: bedtime? Well, it's your job.
4: So, Mike, do you watch
1: Sunday night football when the Packers are playing? Then,
2: of course, I do. It's a different sport. Oh, okay. I wow. So to, you don't like baseball? I go okay. to Sunday. No, I didn't say I didn't like baseball, but so I'm not like... going to devote extra time for baseball. Hey,
4: if you're gonna, gonna leave, if, leave. if you're gonna if you're gonna call in about the Brewers every day, you gotta watch every game.
2: Yeah, no, I can uh, listen to you, and you give us some good insight, and I can uh, get takes. Well, off yeah, of yeah, you yeah but
4: you can't go, you can't take your opinion off of what I say. I'm a hothead. <laughs> if you that's
1: want my like job, you. you're gonna that's, have that's to. That's why gonna, I like you. What's that, Tim? If if you want my job, Mike, you're gonna wanna you're you, you have no, to watch that's every right. game.
2: I I love my job, but um, Tim was right. You did say Altizer.
4: <laughs> I said Hobie Altizer. Yeah. Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> I would know if I did.
2: You know, it's frustrating though with Burns. You know, pitching, he don't get enough run support, and all these no decisions for him. It just he he'd be almost up close to twenty wins. It seems like if he would just get a couple run support games, you know, but. One thing I was wondering, I I couldn't find it anywhere. How many times have we struck out with the bases loaded? You know, that's a good stat to find out because we're always swinging for defenses and we can't just get that timely hit. You got bases loaded and no outs. You can't get a sacrifice fly out in the outfield. Just to plate, one run, at least.
4: Well, uh, uh, the the stat from J.R. Radcliffe was... They've had 17 at-bats this year with the bases loaded and nobody out, so they've struck out six of those times. Now, that's just with nobody out. Yeah, I don't know with one out well. or two outs. He did all the research. I wasn't about to do it.
2: No, that's why you have Toby and uh, Tim. Your producers are supposed to do all that research for you.
4: Well, we actually asked these guys to do so much that they don't have time for research. They're basically, they come in here, they got to cut clips for four hours.
2: That's. That's a rough job.
4: Yeah, someone's got to do it, right?
2: So when are we gonna t- start talking Packers?
4: When are we gonna start talking about that awful noise that's
2: going on behind you? That's a lift. Well, then I'll I'm gonna, gonna have to. Uh, uh, I, that's fine. That's let fine. you go. It's there. There it went. It's done now. But no, I got gotcha. you. I don't know. I mean, right we talked. I, I, talk,
4: I talked. I talked. I talked about Alan Lazard for thirty minutes yesterday.
2: Thirty minutes. Yeah. Oh, that must have been when I turned it off and I was listening to the oh, radio. Oh,
4: sorry, bud. <laughs> All right,
2: Mike. Have a great day there, Bart. All right, see you, buddy. Tim, don't work too hard.
4: Oh, just cutting my clips here. Yep.
2: <laughs> Fine
4: we make him do it on uh, real to reel too. Terrible. The uh, Open Championship's still going on. We've got Cam Young, who is yet to go. He was eight under through yesterday. Dustin Johnson now. Tied for the lead. Okay. All right. You got one of these live golfers up there. Rory McElroy six under. He's yet to go today. How about it? Can we get, can we get a Dustin Johnson, Rory final pairing on Sunday? That would be something. How's Tiger doing today? I think this is him shooting as we speak. Okay. I don't know if you have the TV on or not. Yes. Yeah. I just turned uh, it on. He's plus seven. So he's one, he's plus one through nine today. He was plus six yesterday. He's not going to make the cut. No, he's not. That's a, that's unfortunate. It's unfortunate for my DraftKings, which he's killing. Look, he was 7,500 bucks. You got to take Tiger at that price. Oh, Dustin Johnson, man. I don't, I don't want one of these live guys to win. They were like not talking about live yesterday or they wouldn't mention it. When, when they were talking about one of the golfers, Dan Hicks of NBC's, like, well, you got all these guys on the, uh, 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 the other tour, like they wouldn't say live. And at one point, one of the guys said live and they all like froze. Like he swore, you know, we'll hear from Corbin Burns here in a second. Dustin Johnson's got a birdie putt, uh, this would put him under nine under, he's going to miss that, but he'll make that for par. So. Again, the open championship going on and it's sports live while we're on the air, so it's gonna get even more attention. Here's a little bit of Corbin Burns last night. I think
2: the Giants like never got
6: comfortable. I mean, very few hard hit balls. Did you feel like this was their stronger outings when
3: it came to the opposition? Um it, it kinda came away throughout the night. Um you know, I thought the first two innings were good, the third inning was, was not very good and then um you know, kind of there toward the end it started to lose a little bit again. Um so it's kinda one of the things that we're kinda fighting. The command of the cutter all night, um change up was really good, so I think it's the best I for change up um, in probably two years. But um, you know, as far as the other stuff besides the cutter, it was pretty good. It just it just kinda lacked the command. Um, it kinda came in and out and you know, three walks is, is something we gotta stay away from and you know those those two walks in the third hurt me. Corbin with the
5: change up, I mean, you were getting swing and miss on that pitch too. What what did you feel like was the difference tonight with with like what you said, like it was probably the best you've
3: had. I think it was just a, you know, a good matchup for that lineup um, you know, to kind of have that cutter-change-up combo. Um, usually the change-up is something like I use to keep lefties off balance. and um, you know, Tonight we started throwing early on and, and we kind of saw it was a good swing and miss pitch, so we kind of ran with it. Um, usually it's it's the the cutter and the curveball that we get the swings and misses with, but um, you know, so it's encouraging to see that the changeup has, has come a long way from from where it was in 2020 to now. So um, definitely something to build off with that, but um, yeah, gotta get back to work on the cutter. All right, I believe you tied a career high 115 pitches total. How did you, how did you feel that last inning? I mean,
5: was it starting to starting to feel the fatigue there at that
3: point? No, no, I still no. felt good. Um, you just threw too many pitches early on. I, mean, I think I threw 60 pitches through three innings. Yeah. So, um, gotta do better than that offs so obviously the, the long third I think was kinda of, you know, contributing to that. But um you know I thought I got better after after the third. Um until that one walk there at the end, but even that was a, you know a pretty good A V and Crawford managed to fist one in the left field. Um but yeah for, you know, for the most part was was pretty happy with it. Do you feel any differently about your first half after tonight, Corbin? Um yeah, you know, it's it's you know numbers wise it's good. Um you know, as far as execution goes, I think I still have you know a lot of run to improve. Um, you know, it, it, it was definitely better tonight than it, than it has been the last couple of weeks, as far as execution goes. But um, you know, we still had a couple of innings there where we kind of kind of lost the feel for it. So we got a, got a lot of room to improve and, and you know some areas to lock in on.
4: It's a good outing from Corbin. Again, we never officially got the reasoning for why he didn't get two starts this week when he was lined up for rest and just the one. We think it's the All Star break, but possibly not going to matter. Brewers, uh, they do have Brandon Woodruff going tonight, so you're going to see Woody tonight. And then Alex Wood will be opposite him on the bump. Uh, Eric Lauer on Saturday. And then Alex Cobb against him. That'll be a 6 o'clock game. game tonight is at 9.15, so even a little later, but it is the weekend. And then Jason Alexander will get the last start going into the break against Logan Webb. Ron is in Rome. Ron, what's up? 414-799-1250.
6: Yeah, you know, I don't usually listen to those West Coast games because, you know, they end so late. But last night was a great game, although I call that an agony-ecstasy game. Like, if we would have lost that game, I would have been really annoyed at all those uh, runners we left stranded. But And so I was on pins and needles right to the end. But then when we won, it was a great win. But yeah, winning win the game, the
4: it's like, you can't be mad about anything that happened because they won the game.
6: Yeah, but that, so the, so that was, that was, you know, a lot of people think baseball is boring, and especially a low-scoring game like that. But that whole game, I was nervous because I just felt like we were going to lose, especially in the beginning when we were stranding all the runners. And then we finally tied it, and then we actually did have the sacrifice fly for once. Although I still think, you know, you know, like Mike the Painter said, why can't we just make some contact when we have all these, you know, first and second or first and third or bases loaded with zero outs or one outs? It's frustrating. But uh, but, you know, but that game was really good. And then I got to apologize to Tim Allen and Sam. Shedges. I called their show and then I woke up this morning I was like, I don't remember talking on the show. So, yeah, I listened to it. I fell asleep.
4: <laughs> Wait, you you called and fell asleep on hold.
6: Yeah, cause I was in bed and I was just, you know, it was like <laughs> by then it was like one o'clock.
4: Oh, that's fine. All right. I'll pass along the apology,
6: Ron. All right, thanks a lot. Thanks, buddy.
4: Yeah, he, he's up, he calls the show, and then and then they go to him and he, he falls asleep before they can get to him. I'm Bart Winkler, that's Tim Shea, four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty here on the fan. More coming up on this Brewers game. We'll talk a little Buck Summer League. There was the chance that they make it to the Summer League Championship. Bucks had an opportunity for a ring. And they're gonna fall. Just short. We'll also take a look at some of the trade targets for the Brewers. Because some of these guys that you're hearing about, uh, the odds seem to point in the Brewers' favor. We'll look at that coming up 414 799
0: 1250. Tune in is the audio platform with something for
3: everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports.
1: clock at four. Donchich.
0: The step back three, you Music. You set my world
2: on fire.
0: And even podcasts, whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now you can
1: switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to eight hundred dollars. See how you can save
0: on every plan versus Verizon and t at tmobile.com slash across America.
3: Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card Left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Oh, oh.